0: This is the Spin Talk Podcast.
1: Catch Spin Talk with Lauren live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1
2: spin 1038 you're very welcome back to spin talk with lauren now just ahead of valentine's day it wouldn't be us without talking about dating and love and finding the one which to be fair we do a lot anyway but i suppose this week there's extra emphasis on it and joining me in studio is our good friend Rena maycock from intro matchmaking hello hello thank you for having me good of you to pop in today very much um okay so look this time of year people really start to think about their relationship status. And as I said, it is something we talk about all year long and we love talking about online dating and meeting people and matchmaking. But you're here today to talk to us a bit about why some people are still single. Rena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, Do you it's, get asked that a lot. Why yeah. am I still
3: single? Uh, it's really unfortunate actually when people say to us, and why is he still single? And why is she still single when we're trying to organize dates through intro? I said, like, well, why are you still single? You just haven't been in the right place at the right time, which is quite often the case with an awful lot of people, the majority, so 99%. But there are some hurdles that people just place in their own way and they don't even realise it. Um, So, you know, the main one would probably be procrastination. So, people thinking, yeah, I'll just I'll go through life, I'll mosey along and Mr. or Mrs. Wright will knock on my door when I'm watching Coronation Street over Friday in my jammies. It doesn't happen. And they just kind of think to themselves, oh no, I won't bother doing anything about it. I'm too busy. You know, I'll plod along and it'll just happen. But it Doesn't so one of the big big reasons why people remain single is because they just aren't being proactive. And meeting somebody is like any other goal in life. It should be treated as a life goal. If I want to meet somebody, what are the things that I need to do to meet somebody? And it could be anything. It could be joining an online dating site. It could be joining Intro, or it could be just asking all your friends. You know, giving them a tip and saying, "Look, send me out on a date with whoever you think Uh might be suitable for me." You know, thirty-three percent of people that are single join uh, a club or take up a hobby so they can meet someone. There's all these different ways and avenues that you can take to meet people, but people just kind of sit back on the laurels and, and they just don't do anything. So
2: because you do hear wonderful stories of people just knocking on someone's door or I just bumped into them in the street, but it doesn't happen that often. So be proactive is number one. Correct. Okay. Absolutely. Um, and then the other thing is w- would be uh, great expectations,
3: and this is our probably biggest bugbear. You know, the unfortunate thing is people use the word settle quite often. And we hate the word settle because nobody is settling. You're not settling. You're just being realistic. Um, If you have this big long list of boxes that you must have ticked, it's the worst thing that can happen. It's always a nightmare at intro when people come into us for their profile interview. And we say, so what are your preferred qualities in a partner? Or what are your deal breakers? And they reach down into the bag or into the pocket and pull out a list. It's usually a fool's cap length and it's disastrous. We always know it's going to be just hideous because If you've spent an awful lot of time being single, the unfortunate thing can be you say to yourself, right, I'm not going to settle for anything less than perfect because I've waited this long. So you create this big, big, long list, unrealistic list of things that need to be ticked and you're forgetting the the fact that people are human. They have flaws, you have flaws, and... You know, if you insist on all of these boxes being ticked, you're just going to let the one walk by you and you won't notice because they won't have ticked one or two of your boxes. So it's really important when you're going into the dating scene that you don't have these lofty expectations, that you're realistic. And you pick maybe one or two things that are really, really important to you and you stick to those, but be flexible on the others. Because you know, we certainly find it intro that, you know, it works best for people that are prepared to compromise and realise that people are human. And if you fall madly in love with someone, you'll be able to deal with the fact that they have the odd cigarette, or you'll be able to deal with the fact that they're an inch or two shorter than you would have liked them to be. It's a great problem to have if you fall madly in love with someone and you've got to, like, tolerate one or two small things that might Mm not have bothered you in the first place.
2: You touched on something there, though, as well, that we all have our own flaws as well, and maybe sometimes when you're out there looking to meet someone, (laughs) we mightn't realise some of the habits we've gotten into, or some of the flaws we might have ourselves. So what are some of the things people find difficult to admit about themselves?
3: Yeah, we, we quite often find that people don't really have that realistic view about themselves. You know, for instance, we might send someone out on a date and they would come back and say, well, I was really polite to that person because he or she was lovely. But I, how could you possibly think that we would be, you know, an aesthetic match? How could you think that I would be interested in them? And we're always trying at Intro to, you know, set two people up that are equally as happy to be there because there's no point in setting up Angelina Jolie and Danny DeVito because Angelina will have a terrible date and Danny will have a great date but will never go anywhere. So you're always trying to match people up. So we use our common sense. When we see two people, we don't actually gauge them. We don't give them a one, at a, a, a one to ten. But we know that when we're setting two people up, we'll have a good look at them and say, right, okay, they're kind of more or less akin to each other on the looks scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but often people, whatever they're looking at in the mirror, it's not what other people see. Um, so it's it's really important to be kind of realistic when you're going out there and think to yourself, what do I have to bring to the table? Double standards is another really big big one, you know, we only had a call there yesterday from a lady who was 32, divorced and had a young child but wouldn't date anybody with children and we were saying I'm sorry but we can't take you on if you're not going to date someone with children because that's double standards and she was thinking but yeah I know but my child is really important and I don't want anybody else getting in the way of that Okay. so it's really important to think about all the double standards and what you bring to the table Do
2: you know we had a topic about that um, a few months ago now yeah it was a guy had a child from a previous relationship and a girl had a child from a previous relationship and I don't know if it ever worked out between them but it was causing massive issues and for so many people they would love to meet someone else with children because then they would understand where they are. So everyone is different, and it must be so difficult trying to match people up. Yeah, I mean, all we can do, in fairness, the majority of people that would come to us was, would chance their arm.
3: They'll say, Look, I'll go in with my wish list and see what they say. Um, you know, for instance, the 65 year old guy might come in and say, I want a 35 year old, and we laugh him out of it, and he kind of goes, Well, you know, I was just. You, you, don't, know, ask, you, if you don't, don't ask, you don't ask, you don't get. <laughs> so most people will kind of do that, but then some are quite honestly affronted by the fact that we say, No, oh, well, do you not realise that that's quite unrealistic what you've just asked for there and they're you know they they don't understand where this rejection is kind of coming from because obviously we can't take people on whose expectations we can't meet it would be unethical of us so it's our job to be honest We've been accused of being blunt in the past. But, you know, ultimately what we're trying to do is make sure that our success rates remain high so it's a really, really good service for people to come to. We don't want to take anybody's money
2: and know that we can't meet their expectations. And some people just have unrealistic Uh expectations. It is what it is. We talk an awful lot about dating sites on the show and I know we've spoken to you about dating sites and so many of our listeners feel they are a waste of time. I know there are the success stories, but just talking amongst ourselves this morning in the office, you know, matchmaking is something that people um can depend on because you've someone to vouch for that person. The unknown of online I think can put a lot of people off and so whether it's going to a service like yours or it's being set up by two friends, I think a lot of people like the reassurance of that.
3: Yeah and you know what we do, the reason we set up the business was because I kind of saw, uh, spotted a guy in Gibneys and Malahide um, a good number of years ago and he was on his own and it transpired he was there on his own trying to meet somebody and I thought there must be a better way than this and definitely the best way to meet people is through an introduction and we thought what about people that don't have someone that they can rely on for an introduction or perhaps they've been introduced Introduced to all the single friends and it just didn't work out so all those options have been exhausted so what we try to do is set something up where we are that friend that introduces you so we check IDs and we do as much as we can to find out who a person is now there aren't any guarantees that it will work but you know it is very very difficult for people out there You know, online dating, you know, as you've said, it really does work, but you need a bit of a thick skin. Mm -hmm. So if you, and Irish people, well, people in general aren't really set up for rejection. We don't like it. It affects our self-esteem. We feel bad about ourselves afterwards. So if you go online dating, you need a certain level of a thick skin or else you'll get, you know, turned off it extremely quickly. People generally that come to us that have tried, particularly women that have tried online dating, they've done it for three or four days. And they've had such a bad response. You know, amongst all the lovely guys, there are only one or two that will come along and abuse and, and troll and for those guys they're they're the few that you kind of pay attention to those negative Mm -hmm. comments you just kind of say oh my god I can't deal with this I can't do this so it is really successful online dating for people and so are apps but then you have to spend time at it you have to have a thick skin you have to be prepared for rejection and ultimately that's an awful lot of people just don't want to deal with that because if you put yourself out there you're already feeling vulnerable you're putting your face up in effectively a shop window for everybody to see so it is a nerve wracking experience so I can understand why people are a little bit Mm -hmm. nervous
2: about it well look if people want to get in touch I asked you just before we came Came on air, is this a very busy time of year for you? And you said it absolutely is is. 'Cause look, people at Valentine's Day they get thinking about their relationship status. So if people want to get in touch with Terena, how can they do so? They can go to intro.ie or call us on oh one six Triple Seven Zero. Brilliant. Reena Maycock, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, um we were chatting to Irina Maycock just a moment ago from Intro Matchmaking about why some people are still single and can't quite believe that they are. So look, I totally appreciate that lots of people don't feel the need um, to be in a relationship. But generally speaking, and from discussions we've had on this show, many, many people would like to meet someone. So that is what we're talking about today on Spin Talk. And we've been asking you, is it difficult to meet someone in Dublin? What are some of the issues that you have come up against? Um, and what advice would you have? Maybe you kind of met your partner in an unconventional way or you have an interesting story maybe share that today i'd love to hear from you 087 711 1038 how did you find the one jed has been on facebook to say i think if you're above 30 meeting people in discos is not for you joining a weekly group might be a great way of meeting people with similar interests and that is something that rena mentioned is to be proactive and to maybe join a club Or an organisation that you might be likely to meet people with similar interests. We've heard so many times, Jed, you're right, that, you know, meeting people on nights out can be difficult. And I know there's lots of issues um, around meeting people in nightclubs, particularly if alcohol is involved. David says, I'm still single because I'm really stubborn. Have you been told that, David, or is that something you know yourself? Um, Now, Thomas has weighed in and I would really like to hear your thoughts on what Thomas has to say. Thomas says, I believe, I can only speak for the lads, the ladies who were in their late 20s and above have very high standards and want a man that has no faults and any man who doesn't meet those high standards isn't going to make the cut. There is no compromise nowadays, unfortunately. If anybody has any thoughts on this, please feel free to comment. Well, Thomas has left that comment on the Spin 1038 Facebook page. I would like to hear your thoughts on that because Rena did make that point. She said a lot of us want certain boxes ticked and you can rule people out if they don't tick said box. What do you make of Thomas's point that, you know, lots of women in their late 20s and above have very high standards and they aren't willing to compromise? Would you agree with that? I'm on 087-711-1038. Right, lots of you are getting involved in the conversation today about just how difficult it can be to meet someone Um, especially in Dublin if you are trying to you know meet that special someone a lot of people wonder maybe why am I still single why can't I meet anyone today I would like to hear your experiences why is it hard to meet someone what kind of obstacles have you come up against how have you found online dating Um, or maybe you have been set up on dates and it just hasn't worked out something we spoke about just before the song there was um, very high standards and box ticking and if you missed it I read out a message from Thomas that's on our Facebook page and he says, you know, I'm welcome. I welcome people commenting on this. I'd like to hear what you think. He says, you can only speak for the lads, but he says, the ladies who are in their late 20s and above have very high standards and want a man that has no faults. And he says, and any man that doesn't meet those high standards doesn't make the cut and there's no compromise nowadays, unfortunately. What are your thoughts on that? Would you agree with Thomas? Let me know, 87 And Jake has been in touch to say, bravo, Thomas, me and my mates were talking about Irish women the other day. They are so stuck up and looking for the perfect lad. I've been rejected by so many dates I've been on for stupid reasons. Good luck to them all. Excuse me. They won't be so picky in 20 years time when they're alone and realize they've been looking for a perfect man that doesn't exist. So, wow. What are your thoughts on that? That, you know, people, namely women. Um, according to Thomas and Jake here in Ireland, just are too unrealistic, their standards are too high and they aren't willing to compromise. Do you think that's a fair enough estimation? I'm on 087-711-1038. Gemma is on the line. Hi, Gemma. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Gemma. Um, Gemma, yeah, box ticking and checklists. You know, how do, do you feel that that is something a lot of women like to do is... You know, when they meet someone, they have to, to tick off the list of things they're looking for.
0: Well, some, but not all women are like that. I'm definitely not, and neither are any of my friends. As long as the person they're meeting in question is, like, a decent and caring human being, it shouldn't matter about a checklist.
2: Okay, and what did you make of Thomas's message when he said, you know, we have two high standards, that we're looking for perfection that just doesn't exist? Well, Thomas might be the exception to the thing, but I have been online
0: dating for about a year now. And most men in Ireland think it's acceptable to send 13 photos straight after talking to people. As if this is going to woo a girl into going, oh my God, look, he's perfect. Let's go with him because he sent me a photo of yeah certain appendages.
2: Yeah, like, I I don't get it. I don't get it either, Gemma. Thankfully, I've never been sent one, but I just, I don't get it. Is it very hard, online dating, in your experience? It's horrible, to be be honest, because usually the person
0: you're talking to isn't the person you meet, if you get me. Uh, That's not what I meant. It's the person you meet, but they haven't been forward about certain things or... There's certain things they didn't tell you about themselves until you meet them. That would be kind of worrying.
2: Yeah, yeah. We had this conversation only the other day, actually, about um, you know people not being who they say they are or looking very different to their photographs, and you know that can sometimes feel like a waste of time. Then, Gemma.
0: Yeah. So when you're when you're using online dating, and straight away they ask for your phone number or your Snapchat name so they can send you photos. That's a huge red flag to me. Like, I don't care if a man has the weirdest job in the world as long as he's... The first thing he wants to do is send a photo. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) As you said, you're not into box ticking but at the same time, you know, you're just hoping... He has to have some decency to him, if you get me. Why do you stick with the online dating, Gemma, if it is just such a nightmare?
0: Oh, I don't. I give it up a while back. Oh, did you? I just, from my experience, it was a horrible thing, so I just stopped doing it.
2: And do you constantly have people trying to set you up with people? Like, is meeting someone high on your priority list?
0: Not at the moment. I have really good friends and I have a good job, so I tend to put the important things first, and if I meet someone, I do, and if I don't, I don't. Yeah. But,
2: yeah, online dating was was not for me. Okay, so if you were to have advice for others out there maybe who are looking to meet someone who would be to stay away from online dating?
0: No, because it, it does work for some people. Like, my friend is married to her husband now and she met him online dating. Okay. It, it's different experiences for different people because, like, I, I really didn't like it, but like I said, my one of my friends is now married to the man she met on a a site, so... You just In my know. opinion, it's it's different. Yeah, you never know. It all depends on the people you meet and chance. Yeah. All right, I would Gemma. advise if anyone is really looking to meet somebody to stay away from
2: Tinder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on. Lovely to speak to you. Thank you. Uh, we've Bravo. heard that so many times, as Gemma said, like, lads sending dick pics. Like, what is the story with it? Like, why do you think people want to see it? Oh, it's so annoying. Um, Anya says, this might sound harsh, But I think a lot of the reasons why my single friends are single is because they are lazy. They constantly complain about single, having no one to go out with, etc. Yet they don't make any effort to go out on dates. Some of them have even deleted their dating apps. How the hell do they expect to meet anyone? Well, I think you could meet someone without a dating app. I think people have been set up by friends or by using a matchmaking site like Intro, but... You know, I think, yeah, a lot of people feel dating apps are the only way to go about it, but you've really got to have a thick skin. Uh, we've changed the name of our next caller to Karen. Hi, Karen. Hi, how are you? I'm good, because you're on to talk about your daughter, Karen. Yes, indeed. She's <laughs> so trying to kill me. Someone. I know, I was going to say, you'll be killed. <laughs> she would love to meet someone.
4: She would. She's single two and a half years. She's 25, Uh obviously I'm biased i her mother but other people tell me too that she's very pretty she's outgoing she's funny um, has a good job I mean you know she's a good cat and yeah. just nothing and she does go out she does kickboxing which is a predominantly male sport she goes to the gym so it's not that she's hiding at home on the sofa on her mobile phone yeah I mean- Um she just finds it, uh, she said it to me a few weeks ago that's like you know she'd say to me oh I'm texting a guy from wherever wherever and then I would say maybe a couple of weeks later how's that texting going no no nothing, nothing more there and she kind of admitted to me a couple of weeks ago that very quickly a lot of these textures descend into what I would call sexting yeah they're not really interested in getting to meet in person. They're just sending filthy texts. Yeah, that's exactly and what I I mean, it's yeah. not exactly encouraging, you know what I mean? It's not attractive. Um, I don't
2: know what it is that, about lads that they think it's okay to send pictures like that. I don't, know. I don't
4: I'm not sure she's... And obviously, she doesn't tell me everything because I don't expect her to, but I'm not sure that she's ever gotten pictures, but I think they're just very sexual texts. okay. okay. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, she just says, "I don't really know what else I can do." She she used to go out where there was a couple of her friends going out with guys. So her her friend and his friends would all go out together, and I said, "No, you're doing the wrong thing there because a guy will never approach you if you're in a gang of, of mixed, you know, male and female because they're not going to know if you're with one of those guys." So I said, you need to go out in smaller groups with just girls. So that it won't be so intimidating to a guy if he thinks he might like to chat you up. But, you know, she's tried everything.
2: Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's very easy at all, Karen. Like, Oh, I would hate
4: to be single, even just
2: listening to her
4: stories. Like, you know, I really would. And I mean, I, and it's not just her. She has friends that are single and have been single for a long time, too.
2: I don't know what it is. You know, I, I don't know. And it, as you say, like it's not like she's hiding at home. She is getting out there. Fingers crossed, Karen, because as you said, she does actually want to meet someone. So hopefully she will. Um, lovely to speak to you today. Thank you for Thank coming Thank you out. very much. Bye-bye. Uh, we changed Karen's name at the start there just so her daughter doesn't kill her. Um, but her daughter's 25, looking for love and is finding it very, very hard. And Karen said, similar to Gemma, now not necessarily um, pictures, but it was very quickly texting someone descends into really sexual stuff when it comes to lads out there it's just not very encouraging sure it's not now anita is next on the line hi anita hi how are you i'm good thank you anita i read out a message earlier on from thomas and a couple of guys have agreed with what he's had to say he says that irish women in particular their expectations are too high that we're looking for perfection out there uh
1: yeah i totally agree with that i think i don't know what it is really but I kind of blame social media for some reason Uh, but I do think that like girls do have very very high expectations and uh, you just have to be that perfect lad to kind of make the cut but earlier on um, you were saying as well that um, people have different expectations depending on the age I mean like when I was 20 years old all I was looking for was like a bit of crack and somebody that I'm going to have fun with and your priorities change when you, as you go older, because, you know, at that stage, when you're 20 years old, you're not looking at, like, you're not really thinking about the future, but when you hit your 30s, you're kind of going, oh, uh, my biological clock is ticking. Maybe, you know, I need to find somebody. And you kind of, when you're looking for for a guy, you're looking at him as, like, technically, your future husband, your future father of your children, you know? So it's a different kind of standard different things you'll be looking at and unfortunately it is to do with like wealth most of the time. Wealth? Yes.
2: Oh okay so you think that that's something that women think about is what a guy does for a living?
1: Yes definitely I mean like I don't think 20 years old would have a problem to like hang out and date somebody who is just like still in college etc because like you know that's what you do when you're 20 but when you're like 30 years old you're kind of looking for somebody with a stable job a mortgage a house a nice car because i don't know i just i'm i'm happily married myself but looking at people around and looking kind of at their expectation that's the kind of vibe that i'm getting
2: all right anita really interesting to hear your thoughts on that one thank you very much for coming on you're welcome Take care. Uh, what do you reckon about what Anita just says? That look, you have your, you want to get your ducks in a row. Um, she does feel that some women, you know, their expectations are too high, but you are thinking about, you know, the next phase of your life. And so a good job and maybe a home of your own, are there are things that women will take into account. Does that make them snobby? Paddy says about Thomas's comment he says, Thomas is dead right. Ordinary girls have very high standards and then you have the idiot girls looking for their bad boys and then wonder why they're treated so bad. What do you mean by ordinary girls, Paddy? Like, what's an ordinary girl? Um, but look, I think that is really coming through today is the box ticking and the very, very high standards. And yes, look, bad boys, I think everyone goes through a bad boy phase Um And I only had this conversation with a friend of mine recently. She was like, I ignore every sign along the way. But yet I keep kind of making the same mistake. I don't know what it is. We just love a bad boy. Another one says, I'm a woman aged 30. I have to agree with Thomas. Thomas. A woman expects a man to accept her for being a single mum and not working. But for example, a woman wouldn't be impressed if the man is unemployed. I do agree our expectations are high. The example, if he drives and stuff, I met my partner online two years ago and even I was picky. Ooh, what do you reckon of that message? That yes, you know, women, we do. We expected we expect to be accepted for who we are and um, celebrated for all our wonderful quirks and things and the different aspects of our life and our situations and circumstances. But yet men have got to live up to our expectations. A lot of people are agreeing with you today, Thomas. What do you make of this? I'm on 087 711 1038. Okay, I love some of the messages that are coming through about um, Irish men and women dating um, and not just Irish men and women, but like men and women here in Ireland dating and some of the experiences. Laura says on WhatsApp, I have girlfriends who are guilty of having unrealistic checklists and constantly reject great guys for silly and generally superficial reasons like they aren't tall enough. However, it should be noted many guys are the same and have unrealistic expectations of women too. I've heard guys say things like she hasn't got a good body, etc. It works both ways. And yeah, Abby was in touch on WhatsApp to make a similar point. She says, to be fair it must be so, so hard on Irish lads being God's gift to women. Women are held to the highest standards worldwide, from intense grooming to having to smile all the time. Considering all of the shite we have to be do to be deemed good enough, it's perfectly reasonable to have certain standards. I completely disagree with us having too high standards. However, just like men, women are just as entitled to have standards for a potential partner. Thank you for that, Abby. Uh, another says, high Spin. I have to agree with the lad there as well as... As well, I remember a situation where I was working in retail and good-looking girls came in. They even didn't want to have eye contact. But one day after work, they saw me driving a car away after work and the next time they came in, they were trying to chat and laughing. Well, it's funny as they were measuring how deep your pocket is, etc. Yeah, that's not good. It's pretty shallow. But I think, you know, shallow people exist, men and women. Alan says, I've been single for nearly five years. and 28 and sick of being treated like a basket case for my family. There's something wrong with me, like there's something wrong with me. I would like to meet someone, but it just hasn't happened for me. Get off my case. I find the older women in my family are the worst. Oh, yeah, and listen, that doesn't stop after you've settled down. They'll always be asking questions about um, the intimate parts of your life, unfortunately. Laura says, I've been single forever. I've gone on lots of dates from Tinder, etc., um, wouldn't, one wouldn't, wouldn't stop talking. I found it way too much for a first date. Another brought his ex girlfriend up, which I thought was weird. My friends say I am being too picky, but I don't want to settle. I haven't been single this long to settle for just anyone. I know. And look, that is something that Rena, um, spoke about. And I think, you know, it's okay to have standards, but I suppose we need to be aware of ourselves as well you know, and about the things that, you know, maybe we have habits and, you know, the things that we've kind of maybe got a bit, bit stuck in our ways about the longer we've been single as well. Robbie says, it ain't that hard, um, but you need to have a connection. Anybody can be with anybody for the sake of it. So don't rush into anything for the sake of it. Um. Here's another one. Hi Lauren. I've never done online dating, but I want to put a different spin on the conversation. I'm a person with a disability in a happy and long relationship. Beforehand, I had asked my able-bodied peers to go out with me and they declined. I think a lot of the reason why this happened was the fact that I have a disability. So I want... Oh, asking people out on dates, they declined. Yeah, we've spoken about... And thank you very much for sending in your message because we have spoken in the past about dating when you have a disability and just some of the reactions. And I remember once we got in an email from a listener, it's a couple of years ago now, but she had met a guy online, um, online dating, and he didn't have on his profile the fact that he was a wheelchair user. So when they arrived out on the date, she was disappointed that he hadn't made her aware of that. But then his argument was, well, if I'd put it on the profile, you wouldn't have come on the date with me. So thank you for raising that topic. And I think that is something we will definitely return to again on the show if you'd like to come on, because I think dating with a disability um, must be very, very frustrating. Glad to hear you're in a happy and long relationship, though. Good for you. Um, but yeah, absolutely a topic for us down the road again. Um this one says, hi, I'm a single mother of one business owner, financial and emotionally stable, <laughs> finding it impossible to find a man. I'm not looking for a daddy or a husband um, or other children, yet it seems so hard to meet someone. I work so hard and would love just to meet someone to share memories with. But it seems men my age all think they're still twenty out in the sesh every weekend. They want the sex part of the relationship without the other bits that come with me. Pop over during the weekend, now ride, and off they go. They want sex on tap, but they want to feel like they are still single. It's baffling really. P.S. I'm also dead sound. Ha <laughs> ha. Um yeah, I think a lot of people are struggling with that, that they meet people, particularly online, who want all the benefits of a relationship, but they don't actually want the commitment of a relationship and I think again like so many um, things that have been touched on today it's not just men Um, there are women out there as well who kind of want the good stuff but don't want the responsibility also so very very interesting I'll do my best to get back to some of the messages at the end of the show I'm just running out of time very quickly just to say right if you are um, looking for love and it hasn't been going according to plan for you We have this really, really exciting project coming down the line called Billboard Singles. Um, Fully charged are the team behind it. And basically they want to put single people on billboards all around Dublin. So um, applications close this Friday. There are lots of people getting in touch about it. But if you are single and excited to meet someone and you would like your face on a billboard, get in touch with the lads at Fully Charged. It's going to be so much fun. They want to hook you up. Spin1038.com forward slash single for details on that. Um, so yeah, get, get involved if maybe the whole search for love hasn't been going well for you. But if you just are wanting to continue this conversation today, please head over to the Spin1038 Facebook page.
0: This is the Spin Talk Podcast.
1: Catch Spin Talk with Lauren live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.